Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Sam Muller. Sam Muller is a photographer based in Los Angeles, California, where he spends much of his time photographing some of the world's best skateboarders for magazines such as Thrasher, Transworld Skateboarding, as well as for brands such as Adidas, Vans, Nike, and Levi's, to name a few. In this interview, I speak to Sam about how he got into photography, some of his most memorable skate trips that have brought him around the globe, and I also speak to him about some of his personal work. Sam is one of the most well-respected skateboard photographers in the business today, so it was a real pleasure getting a chance to speak with him about his work. So I hope you guys enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right, well, uh, Sam Muller, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for taking the time to come on, man. Thank you, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. And then I guess just to kind of start off, um, where did you grow up and um, what are kind of like some of your earliest memories of photography? Uh, I grew up in L.A., um, specifically in Hollywood, kind of like right by the Hollywood Bowl, uh, which is kind of where my first memories of photography were. Um, my dad has had a camera for as long as I can remember, and I don't really remember why, but one day it was just like out on the table or something, and I grabbed it and start, started playing around with it um, and just like shot some photos around my my parents' neighborhood where they actually still live. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I just remember being like really fascinated by the process. Um, weirdly, it was a digital camera that I first started shooting photos on. So I could just see immediately. It was like, it was an early digital camera though. Um, and then fast forward, I don't know, maybe, maybe about a year or maybe seven or eight months. Um, I went on a, a family trip to Africa and, uh, we were just, we were on a safari and my dad and my brother actually at the time had a camera as well. And I just kept stealing their cameras and they were <laughs> getting really annoyed. Um, and so I just, I, I saved up money when I got home from that and bought my first camera, which was, uh, a Nikon F 100. Ooh, that's a, that's a classic camera, man. That thing, that's, <laughs> that, that thing's still a solid beast of a camera, man. Hell yeah. The workhorse. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so how old were you kind of at that point when you kind of first got that first F 100? Uh, I think I was about 14. I'd been filming. I started skating when I was 10. So I'd been filming skating for a while. Mm. And, uh, to get that camera, I had to sell my VX. And I remember a lot of my friends, they really pissed at me because they're like, <laughs> well, who are you gonna, who's going to film us now? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So that's how you, you kind of were doing, uh, doing video stuff before you got into the still photography. Yeah, very poorly. But yes, I guess I was you could say I was doing video stuff. <laughs> That's cool. What kind of video stuff were you doing? This kind of mostly the skateboarding and stuff with your friends? Yeah, just filming a lot of skating. I mean, again, it was like really bad. <laughs> I, I was on a, a skate photo in the video form, which is actually how I met Xander. And uh, somebody told me to refrain from smoking crack before filming skateboarding because the footage was so <laughs> shaky. So I, <laughs> I kind of took that as a hint that maybe it wasn't for me. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to ask you about because back in the day, there was a website called, uh, I believe, Escape Perception, right? Um, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, how would you describe that? I think I went on it before because I, I never got into filming. I think it was mostly for like filmers and stuff. But basically, this is like pre-Facebook and all that. I think it was basically just kind of a forum for skate filmers, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And like the the photo nerds had, we had our little niche too. But yeah, yeah, it was like mostly for skate filming. Lots of VX1000 footage on there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. People kind of go up there. Yeah, it was like you had to be real dedicated, like real photo nerd and video stuff to go on there. It was just <laughs> people kind of sharing advice because it was like before, like more like social media and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really cool. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it, it was, that's kind of like, that's how I learned a lot of the early knowledge I got about shooting photos was from that website getting critiqued by random people on the internet (laughs) (laughs) hey man take advice where you can get it you know Uh, exactly um so i guess like uh once you kind of put the video camera down um what kind of drew you into shooting stills you just kind of enjoyed it more you think yeah i I definitely enjoyed it more i i i like i don't know i'm 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 a little bit of a quiet guy and i think photos lend themselves a little bit more to quieter people um and i don't know i mean i I just like that you tell a story with one thing rather than kind of taking however much time to tell a story it's just uh you get one chance to say what you're trying to say and that's it yeah yeah i've always kind of like still photography because it's it's a kind of like a tangible object like you can hold a print or kind of flip through a magazine whereas like video i mean i love skate videos don't get me wrong and movies i love that stuff too but you really have to like sit sit down and like engage with it a lot more with this like still photography you can kind of hold through it flip through a magazine yeah it's just different yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah i like that you get to spend one like a lot of time with one thing rather than a little bit amount of time with lots of different frames. Yeah, definitely. So when you kind of started getting into still photography, was it always like skateboarding from the get-go or were you kind of photographing other stuff when you kind of first started? Uh, I mean, it was a mix of both because, I mean, because that first trip was in Africa, I mean, it was just, it was like lions and landscapes and that's how I really um, fell in love with it. And then, I mean, I was already really into skating at that time. So it was just natural and a lot of the, the photographers I looked up to were skate photographers that would also shoot other stuff on the side. So I, there was always the balance between shooting skateboard action and then kind of looking at other stuff. And, and, uh, that's cool. Who were some of those like, um, skate photographers work that you were kind of looking up to when you were kind of looking at magazines back in the day? Um, Mike O'Mealy was definitely one. Um, Oliver Barton, Atiba, definitely. Mm-hmm. Brian Gaberman, who you've had on the on the show, and Ben Coleman, too, for sure. Yeah. Brad, you guys, you talked to those dudes. Yeah, they're all amazing. They're very, very legendary guys. Yeah, amazing photographers, and it's really cool to see, um, for one, those guys have been shooting skateboarding for so long, but now a lot of those yeah. guys are starting to do, like, other stuff. Like, I saw, like, Mike Blayback is, like, shooting stuff for the NFL, and he photographed, like, yeah, Cl- Clay Thompson for the NBA. So it's kind of cool to see, like, skate photographers kind of branch off and do other stuff. Um, even, yeah. even yourself, I was, like, looking at your website, and you have some, like, cool projects on there. Like, I think one was, like, uh, you did a project on dancing. Um, mm-hmm. How did you, how did that, how did that, how did that come about? Uh, so my aunt used to work for this foundation that would um, they raised money for random artistic and musical projects around Los Angeles. Mm. And uh, so she's really plugged in with like the classical music and classical dance scenes around LA. Mm. And some people that she had met um, were starting a ballet company. And I mean, I think ballet is a lot like skating. It, it really lends itself to photography. So uh, I think, I mean, she just thought of me, I guess, when they were starting it and they were, said they would love to have somebody come 
document their their first season and I again like I saw so many parallels between ballet and skating just because there's like for the action stuff there the ballerinas as skaters do they know that there's one exact moment that's like the right way to document the the move that they're doing um so like if you know how to time a kickflip photo it's the same thing for for all the dance moves so uh yeah. it felt pretty natural and I just I loved it and the camaraderie was pretty similar to skating and it, it uh it takes a certain kind of person to put yourself through that much pain and uh that's pretty cool man so it's kind of enjoyable enjoyable for you to kind of shoot other stuff besides skating sometimes definitely yeah I mean it, the other stuff keeps skating fresh and then when you're like sick of being on set or whatever you know other stuff then you go back skating and you're like ah yes this is the freedom is great but sometimes it's nice to have a little bit more structure as well yeah for sure i think that's the fun thing about photography is just kind of exploring different avenues of like all different types of things um you can yeah exactly shoot whatever uh yeah, with the dance stuff, did you kind of have to like like learn a lot about dance? Because like almost how like you ever seen like a like a newspaper photographer shoot like skateboarding, and th- <laughs> yeah, th- they're like guy in the sky. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they photograph the guy and they only photograph like his feet or something. Did it? Did, did they kind of <laughs> yeah. have to like tell you like, hey, you should shoot it like this, or did you just kind of figure it out? Uh, I, no, there was definitely a learning curve. I mean, I still I still go in and shoot and don't exactly know some of the time. Um, what I'm doing, but that's kind of the beauty of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, there was definitely like a few sessions where I would shoot and I wouldn't get anything because the director of the company would be like, no, this is too early, this is too late, her leg's not high enough, whatever. So yeah, there's definitely definitely stuff to learn. Um, and like I've, I've gotten better over time, but it's, it's still hard. That's cool, man. I guess just to kind of go back a little bit, um, when you kind of started taking your photography more seriously and were trying to get your work out there and like skate mags and stuff, like how were you kind of getting your work out there and what was kind of the first photo you got in a skate magazine? Um, well, I, I kind of got lucky in that I was at Sammy's camera in Hollywood, Mm. not far from my parents' house with a friend from Australia. And we were just like, up on the fourth floor, which is where they have all their Hasselblad stuff. <laughs> and we were just playing with some expensive toys because we could. And this guy with crazy blue eyes came up and said, like, you kids are holding a shitload of money <laughs> or something like that. And then just walked away. And I was like, what was going, what just happened? And, uh, my friend who's from Australia told me that that was Michael Mealy who, oh, wow. who, uh, who had just talked to us. So we ran into him again in the parking lot and he kind of, he basically said that he needed an assistant and needed some help sometimes. And I offered to do that. This was when I was probably 15 or six, probably 16. Wow. And so I just started helping him out. And then after a year, two years, probably of that, he kind of, he just hooked me up with a, an internship at Transworld. Oh, wow. Uh, so I was just like the, the photo intern kind of helping, helping skin go through photos and organizing old photos and, organizing you know the the archive of the magazine and stuff and then after a while i kind of got the confidence to start showing him photos Mm. so i i kind of had a direct plug-in whereas i know a lot of people have to just be pestering and pestering photo editors for a long time to even get them to look at their stuff so i got lucky in that regard but it did take a couple years for them to to get to 
get my first photo in there. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Yeah, because, like, skate photography, I think, is, like, I mean, photography in general, like, anything. Like, you could be a wedding photographer, like, even magazine or whatever. It's so competitive yeah. in every range of, like, photography. Uh, but skateboarding is, like, yeah. even, skateboarding's even more competitive, I think, because essentially now, because there's only two magazines now, and mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah. I don't. I could probably count on one hand, like the amount of photographers, skate photographers that actually do it for a living. Now, it's like, uh, it, it's amazing. You kind of got in there. What kind of stuff were you helping Omelia out with? Was he just kind of bringing you on like shoots and stuff he was doing, like out in the streets? Uh, a, a little bit, not as much of that, just because. I mean, it's the the fewer people uh, you have in the streets, the better, mm-hmm. just because you kind of got to roll in a little bit more of an incognito way. I mean, I would help him with that sometimes, but more just like if he had a portrait shoot or something, I would help him carry and set up lights and stuff or on the back end, like organizing his photos, his film is like helping him um, post-process stuff and just that kind of stuff, whatever he really needed me to do, but not, not too much helping him on, on skate shoots. Yeah. No, that's cool. I would imagine that's pretty cool. Unique experience kind of getting to work within like the inside of the magazine and kind of understand how it actually works kind of behind the scenes and how they pick photos yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. What do you think is like the most important thing you kind of learned going through that experience? Probably just that people appreciate dedication. Because mm. um, I was definitely, I was like, once I started entering there, I in LA, the magazine was in San Diego. So I was driving down three times a week or something. Yeah which is like a two and a half hour drive. And sometimes I would just sleep there. And I think like everybody on the staff kind of responded to that and saw that I really cared mm. uh, about the magazine and about what I wanted to do. Um, so basically, yeah, I think the best, best thing I learned was like, if you care about what you do, people will see that and, and respond to it. Yeah, definitely. Cause like, yeah, anybody who works at like any of those magazines is like, I mean, I, I, I've been to like the Thrasher magazine office back in the day when I was younger and like every mm-hmm. person who worked there is like pretty much a skater and they, they love it so much and they want to be there. And that's like the only type of people yeah. they're going to hire. Like you can't get into skate photography unless you like, you live for it, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just kind of like, oh, it's something that I like to do. Like, no, you, you gotta, you yeah, gotta live it. Yeah, for sure. definitely. That's cool. So I guess like, once you kind of finished interning there, did you kind of just branch off on your own and start trying to shoot for yourself pretty much? Uh, no, they gave me a job after I, they, they hired me as a senior photographer there. Oh, wow. Uh, that's why yeah, I just started working for them full time. Um, but I wouldn't have to be at the office, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But that was while I was in college too. So it was, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was definitely like a balance for sure. So I was, I was shooting other stuff for assignments for school and stuff and then shooting skating for them. Oh, that's amazing, dude. So you, did you end up going to college for photography or was it something else? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have said that. Yeah, yeah. I went to the school in LA um, for, it was like a commercial photography department. Oh, wow. School called Art Center. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Uh, how, how, how's that experience? Were you kind of shooting skating for your assignments or were you shooting other stuff like while you were in school? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, the teachers didn't really like when you turn in skate photos all the time just because they're like well you need to show that you you can do other stuff too but i mean yeah definitely in a pinch i'll be like oh i didn't do my homework this week i'm gonna turn in a photo i shot (laughs) like whatever this weekend of whoever so it it got me out of got me out of some 
some homework finds for sure. But that's funny. No, they definitely there were like specific assignments where you had to shoot portraits and still lifes and lifestyle stuff. So, do you feel like going to photography school was like useful, or what's your kind of take on it? <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, yes and no. I think it's good that it keeps you so focused on taking pictures. Mm because you have, I mean, you, again, not just skate photography, but photography in general, you can't just kind of be like, ah, yeah, I want to be a photographer. No, you gotta, you gotta pour yourself into it. Um, so I think it was good in that respect. Uh, I didn't necessarily agree with what some of my teachers were teaching there, but again, like the best parts of it were that they kept you focused on it. And the friends that I made there, I mean, I'm still friends with a lot of people in the photo department and, you know, graphic designers and Mm. that kind of thing. So you just meet cool people and like-minded people. So that's, and you build a community and a lot of them are working in the industry today. So, yeah, definitely. I think that's, I I went to school for photography too. And I, I kind of agree that that was kind of the best thing about it is like the people you meet there because you meet other people that have the same passion you do and they have yeah, like, exactly. di- different expertises and whatnot, and you can learn a lot from that. I still call my friends from college. I'm like, hey, what do, yeah, I, yeah. What do, what do, what do I do at this? Because they're better at certain things than I am. So I think that's like the coolest thing about like photography school. Um, For sure. And it's nice to like bounce back and forth. Like, oh, this is like I struggled with this. Like, how, how would you deal with that on set or whatever, you know? Where yeah. did you go to school? Uh, I went to RIT, which is in Rochester, New York. Oh, yeah. Um, okay yeah it was yeah it was really cool they kind of it was a cool program it was more like uh technical based like they're big on like like teaching you photoshop and all the technical lighting stuff and whatnot but uh it, it was it was a cool experience um but i guess once you finished school did you kind of this know you wanted to focus all in on skate photography at that point uh yeah i mean i yeah i was i was pretty on the path of of skate photography at that point um let's see i'm trying to think that was i think i graduated in 2012 yeah yeah so i was just going as a i was fully in the skate world then and um but it's like i i've kind of always been into shooting other stuff as well so but definitely like the professional side of things was entirely skating then that's cool who were kind of some of the skaters you were shooting um when you were kind of first starting off at trans world um when you were working for them uh, I, I mean, I lived in a, my first apartment, I lived with like six or seven people. Um, so I was shooting a lot of my roommates, um, Adrian Adrid and Gerald Webb who are two skaters from Hawaii who are really, really good. And then Elijah Burl would be, Oh yeah. uh, he was probably like 13 or 14 at the time would always be staying with us. Nice. Um, and then like Tom Karanjalov and Ryan Spencer and wow. So, and those guys would always be around. When you're working staff for like a trans world like that, do they kind of just like let you do your thing and you just kind of submit the photos you kind of shoot that month or are they kind of throwing ideas at you for articles or how does that kind of work? Uh, it's all of the above, yeah. I mean, they would just expect you to be going out skating all the time and then sometimes companies um, would approach them like, hey, we want to go on this trip. Do you want to send a photographer with us? Yeah. And you, so they would assign you that way or just it was it was kind of all different directions mm-hmm. uh, and then sometimes they would be like hey we need a photo of this guy just hit him up and it would be somebody that i'd never never really met before but I, that was like a that was a really really cool thing for me because people 
would answer the phone when you're like, Hey, I'm calling from trans world. We need a photo of you. Oh, like, yeah. 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 That's yeah. It kind of gives you, you, they come to you now cause you're, you're working at the magazine. So it's like, you always got someone to shoot. I imagine. Cause everyone wants to get in the magazine cause it's so hard. So you got your kind of pick of the litter. Yeah, exactly. And it just, and yeah. So, I mean, like I got to meet a lot of people that way and yeah, it was just a really cool opportunity to have to, mm. to, to meet, meet and, travel with everybody and it was it was super fun that's cool man do you remember like the first skate trip you got to go on uh i do yeah it was uh it was a billabong trip to las vegas for wow that's that's that sounds like a party that sounds like a party already man (laughs) holy shit i wasn't even 20 i think i was 19 at the time so i couldn't even like go to any of the bars but uh there was this this the guy who was running the program, Rodney Johnson, was he was he was a hilarious dude. He was super sick. He took really good care of us. And then like Wes Kramer was on the trip. He was probably the same age as me, and uh, Shariq and Shannon. But I we like we were there for four days. We skated for maybe three hours. Wow, the entire time. <laughs> that must have been funny. You're like this, you're like this is what we do on a skate trip, man. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, because looking at looking at your website, you've got you travel a lot um yeah yeah definitely a lot of traveling yeah is there like are there like i mean i'm sure there's a bunch but maybe one that you could pick out like a trip that's been like particularly like memorable to you that kind of sticks out in mind that was kind of like a like i guess it's like an amazing experience that you kind of look back on that you kind of like wow uh a skate trip or any trip uh maybe it's like a skate trip i guess okay uh man there's been so many um that's a really, really good one. Well, <laughs> for better or for worse, probably Skate Rock Africa was the most memorable trip I've been on. It's like a, it was a Thrasher trip, um, I think in 2015. Uh, it's kind of like a, a, a skate and music trip that they do. Uh, the editor, Jake Phelps, and Tony Trujillo and his wife are in a band called Bad Shit. Yep. And then Figgy, Nuge, um, Frex are in a band called Arctic. And so they just go on a tour, play shows wherever, and then just skate the rest of the time. It's like a 10 day trip. And we went to South Africa this time. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, those guys are, they're wild, wild gentlemen. Mm. So there was lots of, uh, just lots of story, like just the way they interact with people. Like no one I've ever met or hung out with. So there are lots of funny interactions with people. And then we were driving in this, um, in this random remote part of Africa and with like 16 people in this 12 seater van and, uh, the brakes went out Holy shit. and, uh, yeah. So nude was driving the van and we're like, just kind of spiraling out of control. There's cliffs on both sides. And, uh, and all I could, I was sitting on a cooler in between two seats in the van, like squished by a bunch of <laughs> luggage. And all I could see through the like little narrow view through the windshield was a curve to the right and then just oblivion. So I'm like, oh, great. We're, we're taking this van off a cliff right now. Like we're probably going to die. <laughs> That's and then thank- thankfully, Nuge had the, the wherewithal to just crash into this hut that was straight ahead of us that I didn't see. And uh, we all, I was, the first, I was the closest to the door. So I get out and, the first thing I started doing was taking pictures just cause I was so freaked out. I don't know. It was just my instinct to do that. And, uh, I remember like after the actual dust had settled, we kind of looked around and we realized that right after the hut that he had crashed into was like another 200 foot cliff. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, it was just one of those That's wild, man. very memorable experiences and people like 
before and after that, people were just skating super, super hard. Um, so it was just a great, crazy trip. That's cool, man. Like, so I guess one thing I was going to ask is like, when you're going into like a skate trip, do you kind of have like a, I guess like a thought in mind of like the way you want to shoot the photos or like an idea for each trip, or do you kind of just let things kind of happen organically or how do you kind of approach each kind of tour, I guess? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I do have a specific idea of how I want to shoot something. Um, it was definitely a little bit easier when I was working at Transworld and I had more control over how stuff was laid out or, you know, the art direction behind stuff. I could have uh, long meetings with art directors. But, uh, no, I mean, a lot of the time you kind of just got to let stuff unfold on, on skate trips. It's, it's more like documentary. You don't, it's just all on the fly. So you just, you let it happen. I mean, you can like, you can stoke the fires a little bit, if you know what I mean? And get people to do things. But, uh, yeah. Do you feel like that's, do you feel like, on the wall. do you feel like that's something you have to do sometimes kind of give guys a little bit of, I guess, like motivation or like throw an idea in their mind for a trick, for a trick or something like that? Um, I mean, for the tricks, less so, maybe, just because, I don't know, I, I would never really want somebody telling me how to do my job, so I, I don't, and I'm, like, not anywhere near as good as most of these dudes, so yeah, uh, I got let them do their thing in that department, but, uh, like, portraits or random little photos that we would shoot off to the side of the skate session, just got to keep your eyes open for that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, definitely. And then looking at your website, it looks like you, I don't know, do you, it looks like you still kind of shoot a lot of film. Um, and you got like some four yeah, by right. four, four by five stuff up there and then some Hasselblad too. Is that something you still kind of work in a little bit? Yeah, I try to shoot it as much as, as possible. Um, it's expensive, but I mean, it, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's, it's different than shooting. Obviously, I mean, when you're on set, you can't have people peering over your shoulder at the back of the camera if you're shooting film, which is a very nice thing. And uh, shooting 4x5, you just, like, slow the whole process down. Do you do you use a 4x5 for skating or mostly just, like, portraits and stuff? Uh, mostly just portraits. I've tried shooting some skating 4x5, and it's just... Uh, you have to have a, a patient skateboarder for that. It's, I mean, it's definitely a slow process. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, no, shooting, shooting portraits on it is great. Because yep. it slows everything down. There's no rapid fire. You're really thinking out every every millimeter of that photo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then looking at your website, you can tell like you really enjoy shooting portraits. Um, as, mm-hmm. is, that, is that something you've always done, or did that kind of come later? Um, what do you kind of enjoy about that type of work? It's something that I've always been interested in, because I mean, since I was in college, or maybe even before that, um, I've been a huge fan of Annie Leibovitz. Oh, okay. And so... I, yeah, she was. I've just been looking at her work forever, so I've always been interested in portraits. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just you you got to carve out some time to actually make them happen. So I've just been learning as I've gotten older to mm. to do that, to do more time management, and and uh, I actually just moved into a spot where there's like a, a studio space. Oh damn! Now I can have people come to my house and have everything set up and ready to go, and I don't have to like rent a studio space or cram it into my that's really cool, man. Um, are there like any other portrait photographers you kind of you enjoy looking at? Oh yeah, there's definitely a ton. Um, I really like Nadav Condor. Uh Frank Ockenfeld is definitely oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a smart guy too. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Uh, Larry Sultan, who's I mean he he's not really a 
just a portrait photographer, but uh, his portraits are amazing of his of his family. Oh yeah, he has that. He has that classic photo of his dad, like I think, swinging a golf club in his living room. <laughs> yeah, with that like crazy green shag carpet. Yeah, that photo is so amazing. I've, I've seen. I've actually. Uh, it's so good. I've seen so many photos like people try to copy it and stuff, but yeah, that that works so so amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, that work is that whole series and his series on like uh, it's kind of behind the scenes on uh, porn sets in the valley is also really really amazing. It blurs the line between like documentary and portrait and staged and all that work. Yeah, definitely. And I saw on your website you you did a project for Vogue. Uh, how did that How did that kind of come about? Um, shooting shooting for them. A friend of mine who's a fashion designer named Zimbar Levi. Um, she, she hooked the whole thing up. I think one of her friends is, uh, an editor at the at Italian Vogue. And so we just kind of got together and she wanted to do a lot of like skate brand fashion mm. and kind of like streetwear stuff. So we went through and casted. There were a lot of, a lot of my friends actually. Um, like we shot Elijah for that. And yeah, we just like, we went in location scouted and just kind of did the whole thing on our own. It was just us two and the subject that we were shooting that day. It took probably four days of shooting. Yeah, it was super fun. It was really run and gun, and it was yeah. kind of like skate style where we just barge whatever we needed to do. And no, that's co- that's cool, man. Is that something you think you'd like to do more in the future? Is like work for different types of magazines and shoot portraits and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that stuff is super fun, and like I said earlier, like it's just fun to. Uh, to do that because it keeps skating fresh and then when you get when you get sick of that stuff then you can shoot some skating and it all balances out yeah definitely and i saw i think you do a lot of work for adidas now right mm-hmm. um yeah what is i mean i seen i know because we have a mutual friend xander and you guys seem like you're constantly traveling traveling with adidas uh it, it, what are you guys are what are you using the photos you're shooting for them is it mostly it's used for like advertisements or what kind of stuff are you shooting shooting with them yeah, definitely a lot of advertising and uh, like social media stuff, catalog, yeah. kind of all over the board. They are, they need so much imagery all the time. So mm. um, yeah, it's cool. And those trips are great. You get to go to really cool locations. Yeah. Um, and they travel well. Yeah. Um, where have you guys gotten to travel with uh, them? Uh, last year we did a trip in LA. We did like three and a half weeks in Tokyo, mm. um, Buenos Aires, Santiago, Mexico city. Damn. Kind of, kind of all over the place. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, definitely a solid year of traveling. Damn. That's amazing, man. And then, uh, yeah, it was fun. yeah one photo I was going to ask you about, I saw you got the cover of Thrasher and it was such an interesting, fo- oh, yeah. it was such an interesting photo because it wasn't even someone doing a trick per se. It was just like, mm-hmm. a, I think it was Rick Howard skating up a bump and there's a lady pouring water on the, on, on, on the ground. Uh, what was going on in that photo? And like, uh, yeah, this was just interested to hear the backstory with that. Uh, that was on a Lakai trip in, we were in, uh, we started out in Berlin and then we ended up, that was in Warsaw, Poland. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were just skating around that day and that's a pretty famous spot in Warsaw. And, we were skating there for about 10 minutes and this lady who lived above there was not very happy with us, shall we say, yeah. um, skating, skating there under her window and making a lot of noise. Yeah. So she actually threw, I think three buckets of, it was like 
water, mostly water with, I think like a tiny little bit of bleach in there. Cause it smelled a little crazy. Yeah. Um, she threw three buckets of it. That was the second bucket that she threw. So I, <laughs> I saw her do it. And I was like, Holy, what? The <laughs> like, how did that happen? Like, I can't believe I missed that. So I, I mean, I got my camera out as fast as I could. And then luckily she did it again. And Rick was rolling up right then. Um, but she, she, she missed him every time. So she was just getting angrier and angrier and angrier. <laughs> she, just, I think she threw another one and then that's wild. Then man. We decided to leave. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was just such a unique cover. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, when you sent them the photo, were you kind of like, did you ever think, imagine it would be used for the cover or like, how did you even get to that point? Um, no, no, definitely not. Like that was just kind of one of the photos that I, I sent along with all this skate action for the, um, behind the scenes of the Lakai video uh, article. And no, I, I didn't even know that was going to be a cover until it came out. Burnett didn't tell me oh, before. Yeah. That, so I was, <laughs> I was blown away. Yeah. You must be like, what you're going to use what? <laughs> Not that it was a bad photo. It was like, this so different. It was just, <laughs> yeah, so, no, exactly. it, was just it was just so different. I, I, I love when they do like interesting stuff like that. This kind of keeps it fresh. Yeah. And especially Thrasher, I feel like they do that. They're kind of known for just having like the craziest skating on their cover. So it's definitely, surprise a very very pleasant surprise to uh yep do that one on the cover yeah like how do you how do you like feel about like being that you're you kind of focus in on like one subject that i was skating like how do you kind of keep pushing yourself to keeping it fresh um is it just kind of trying new things like using different cameras or or do you kind of stick to your same approach or how do you kind of view it um yeah i mean i kind of do stick to the same approach mm. uh but that approach is pretty simple i mean it's just like I have a camera around my neck at all times and you just have to like observe what's going on around you and mm. be a catalyst in some situations. If people aren't sure that they want to like go somewhere or go out or explore in the little tunnel or whatever, you kind of got to push people to do that kind of stuff. And yeah. um, I don't know. It's just every, every situation is so different with skating just because you're out in the world and you're never really in the same place twice. I mean, obviously you could, you revisit skate spots, but it's also, it's all about doing new, new stuff. I mean, that's exactly what skating is all about. So it's, there's never like a, a shortage of stuff to shoot. Yeah. I've always liked, I liked your work cause it seems like you use a lot of natural light if you can. And then you kind of pop, mm -hmm. you kind of pop strobes in a little bit here and there. You don't like overpower with power with, cause I think for, for a while there, it seemed like there's a trend with like skate photographers that they were this like you, using like, like six flashes and this flashing the shit out of it. Uh, yeah. I, I have always just kind of enjoyed your approach. It seems like you kind of, you almost, it, it, there's like a mood to a lot of your photos. It's like, you almost like, like end of the day light and the kind of dark, like super like rich blacks and uh, saturated colors. Thank you, sir. Yeah. 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 I just, I don't know. I try not to overdo it, I guess. Yeah. Basically yeah. what you just said, just mm. keep it um, simple. Yeah. Just keep it simple. And like, just try to somebody, I can't remember who it was, but they, it was they were actually taught it was a photoshop teacher that i had in college so they were talking about photoshop not photography but they were like use photoshop like a chisel not like a hammer and i kind of appreciated that thinking about lighting like mm. just use it to slightly enhance you don't need to completely redo or change the situation the 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 light that's around us generally generally going to be your friend so yeah that's one thing i can get tricky like just because you have certain tools in your bag doesn't mean you need to use them all the time. It's like kind of pick. Definitely. Yeah, it's you just have to. You kind of learn that. You just kind of pick your uh, places to use it and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's cool, man. 
Um, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I guess it's like a few more questions and I'll let you go. Uh, yeah, one project I, I, I was interested in, it was on your website. It was like for Mini Cooper. And I think it was like a project oh, yeah. you, you did with like, it, was it Tony Hawk? And like, I think there was like another guy on there. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he's like a, I think he's a rally car driver. Okay. Your yeah. lane, Shishiri or something. Yeah. How did that project come about and what were those photos used for? Uh, that was all through Tony. Okay. Um, and uh, the guy who used to run 900 films, uh, a guy named Jared Prindle, mm. who's in Tony's Tony's camp. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know. I've been going on birdhouse trips for a for a long time, and just been friends with those guys. And it, Tony is sponsored by Mini Cooper, so he's always making commercials and doing little videos and projects with them. So, Damn. Um, yeah, he just asked me to if I wanted to come along. It was like a one day shoot that they. they uh, permitted a lot of downtown and I don't know. It was cool. It was like a pretty big production for, I think it was a, a nationally broadcast TV commercial. Oh, wow. Oh, so they were, they were filming a TV commercial and then you were shooting stills uh, too. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Was there like any challenge? Was there like a challenge kind of dealing with that? Cause I've done that before where there's like a whole film crew and then you kind of got to jump in when you can. Was it kind of a challenge kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you said. Yeah. You know, like you're working around the big film crew. So you kind of, have to find ways of getting creative and getting what you need because they're not making any time for you. <laughs> no, they're they're like they don't give a shit. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're spending we're spending four million dollars on this day. Like your photos for social media are not a uh, not yeah. our highest priority. Yeah, no, those but, those photos came out cool, especially because it looks like you guys were shooting at night with that. And it thank was, you. Yeah, and this like it looked like they set up like a it was like a crazy like vert ramp with like it was cut out in the middle. And then, like, I think Tony was doing. Like, yeah, yeah, that's one of Tony's ramps. He, like, I think uh, that's the same ramp that he took out to the desert and like did that 540 over the channel. Yeah, so they they set that stuff up. There was like a huge roll in for that. And, yeah, yeah, um, it just seemed it was, nuts. Yeah, it's really cool. That guy is just such a beast because I think he's like in his what Tony's probably what late 40s or so, maybe older. I don't yeah. know. He might be 50, yeah. 50, but that guy is just like. I don't know how he does it. It seems like he keeps getting better. Like it's nuts. Yeah. He's he's such an inspirational dude. Just yeah, I think he's like forty eight or forty seven or forty eight, something like that. And he yeah. did a he did a nine hundred, I think, on his forty fifth birthday. Damn, that's nuts. Like I, yeah, he's so dedicated to it. It's it's amazing to watch. Had you shot a lot of vert skating before you started going on the birdhouse trips and stuff with Tony, or was that something new for you? Yeah, it was definitely pretty new for me. Um because I definitely came from like an entirely street skating background. Because it is a different, it is a different thing. Like shooting a, a vert, would you say it's like a, it's a whole nother kind of challenge? It's uh... oh, to- totally, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as like technically speaking, like you have to know where they're going to be on the wall, yeah, to fo- get your focus properly and like light it properly and all that. And then mm. I. I haven't studied vert skating like i've studied street skating so i don't exactly know when to time a lot of the tricks that they do or how to or you know so yeah it was definitely yeah, a lot of learning yeah because with the skate the street skating stuff you can kind of more relate to it because you've like skated like ledges and you get a better idea of it with like vert right it's such a small group of people that actually do it it's yeah it is like a harder thing to yeah it's different but that's cool man yeah and but then, I mean, he's so good that like he can do stuff over and over again, so, <laughs> and, and he's super cool about it. So yeah, 
Nah, that's it wasn't cool. too hard. That's cool, man. And then I guess like uh, I saw your brother's in, into photography too. Yeah, I checked out his website. Mm, yeah, he has some cool like wildlife and landscape stuff. Uh, is that pretty cool to like have a brother who's into photography too? Like, do you guys kind of share photos you guys are working on with each other? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he he's he's uh, becoming a doctor. He's actually going to become a doctor in two months or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, like I stole, I was stealing his camera before <laughs> he was into it before I was. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he travels all the time because on vacations with his wife pretty much for the purpose of shooting pictures. So yeah, it's great to have that and have him share photos and I show him stuff. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Cause he was a good, I checked out his website. He has some badass photos in there with all the wildlife. So yeah, yeah. And whatnot. It was really cool. He's super good. Yeah. He's one of those guys that's just good at everything he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> uh, Seriously. <laughs> uh, but I, one thing I was going to ask is like being that you've been doing the skate photography thing for a while, um what do you think the key is to kind of being like a good skate photographer and what kind of keeps you doing it you think i mean i i honestly i think like having influences at photographically and artistically having influences that are from outside the skate world definitely help keep things fresh but you also have to just love skateboarding and if you do it's going to show through i mean that's that's probably the most important thing but yeah i mean visually like you can learn a lot from painters or portrait photographers architectural photographers landscape photographers whoever um musicians anybody so as as long as your 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 interests are broad and you know if you're an interesting person you're going to be able to take interesting pictures i think yeah definitely just keep on shooting and, yeah, uh, keep exploring, keep shooting, keep keep going. Yeah, definitely, man. And then uh, my last question, this kind of going forward, uh, do you have any goals for your photography, like certain stuff you'd like to pursue or shoot or anything you kind of have in mind for the future? Um, yeah, I mean, I would definitely like to get another Thrasher cover. That would be very lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, no, I just like, I really want to keep shooting more portraits and pushing that and, and getting better. I mean, mm. I i'm definitely not where i want to be in that respect yep. um so I, yeah i just want to get much much better at that and i i, I think that part of photography is great because you can meet so many interesting and different people and uh and also um like some some social documentary photography would be great because the world is a little uh a little fucked up right now and yeah, yeah. helping people through photography in some way would be uh would be pretty great yeah definitely i agree well uh sam man i just want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on here man it was really a yeah ple- thank a, you Alex. A, a pleasure getting to speak with you about all your photography stuff and like i said i've been looking at it for a while and uh for people that are going to listen to this where's the best place for them to check out your work uh my website's probably the best place to check out the work it's sammuller.com um or instagram is just at sam Muller as well all right, sammuller.com. Um, thank you. Yeah, definitely have them. Thank you for having me on here, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. I'll link your website and people can go check it out. Sweet. Perfect, thank man. Thank you, dude. So there you have it. That was the Sam Muller interview. I want to thank Sam so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. It was a real pleasure getting to speak with him about all his work within skateboarding and his portrait work. I've been a big fan for a long time, so I really enjoyed getting to learn a little bit more about him. And I hope you guys enjoyed it too. 
definitely go check out Sam's website at sammuller.com as well as his Instagram page at sammuller. And uh, yeah, going forward, just want to let you know, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as on my website, alexgagnephoto.com, as well as on my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.